Hi everyone, this is Nikki. It is May 12, 2022 and you're watching the Awesome Tenex Philippine Market Update. It's been a week uh, and um, we already have a new president. It is President Marcos, Bongbong Marcos and Vice President Sara Duterte. Uh, a lot of people have been wondering ano yung mas masakit daw to lose money in the market or to uh, lose the presidency over somebody that they didn't elect. Either way, all I can tell everyone is that, number one, I still hope that, um, number one, you can postpone your emotional grievances and postpone your bearish predictions and let's just stick to the market. It is correct to criticize. It is not wrong to uh, have your problems about the headwinds of the Philippines. Much has been said. But let us stick to what? we could do as a country. 100, 110 million Filipinos, 31 million Filipinos today have voted for BBM and SARA. That is a mandate of the people. I'm not saying that you just accept it and then move on with it. Number one, you have to be aware of the situation. The awareness of the situation will allow you to hopefully make some money regardless, regardless. So let's take a look at what's happening on the PSE edge. Okay, so the listed most viewed disclosures, ASEN, CREIT, Converge, Monde, SM. Let's take a look at these first. Basahin natin yung mga press releases. Um, you've got ASEN, AC Energy, reporting a, mil, a 400 million peso net income for the first quarter of 2022. These revenues rose 7.4 billion pesos. New strategic partnerships to become the largest renewable player in the region. The consolidated revenues um, is driven by new operating capacity, two solar farms in India and Philippines, as well as several wind facilities in Vietnam. Uh, the net income is lower than the previous year due to higher cost of purchase power due to elevated spot market price. And uh, they're saying that there was a damage from typhoon debt, reconstruction. Company is facing significant headwinds, new operating capacity coming online the next few months. So strategic partnership updates to help achieve its capacity expansion target, we will begin construction of 133 megawatt in Lalo, Cagayan, Philippines. Um, we're also forming a joint venture with Cleantech Renewable Energy 4. Uh, so that was it, no? the Lalo Cagayan Philippines. Recent global events have led, have shed light on the importance of energy security, accelerated the worldwide energy transition. The conflict in Ukraine have led to soaring price of commodities, highlighting the need for a more aggressive, sustainable energy resource, said by ASEAN President Eric T. Francia. They currently have 3,800 megawatts capacity in the Philippines and across the region, of which 3.3 or close to 90% is renewable. They want to reach 5,000 megawatts earlier than 2025. Okay, so the world might be happy with this result, but you can see that ASEN has been selling off uh, for the last few days. Let's take a look at your ASEN here. Um, AC Energy is uh, dropping to about 6 peso 55 cents. We have the notion that it would fall uh, because it was a growth company. We said that after hitting that high of 13, 
it seemed that it would fall. And we don't know the bottom yet. So far, it could be, in my guess, 4.8 potential bottom at 5, uh, which means that it can fall another 30% from here. But actually, after 5, if that breaks down, it could be this 4 or um, or as low as, I don't know, if all the way down. But um, we will see. Um, the reasons why we were a little bit on the bear side on AC Energy had to do with seeing it as a growth company. As a growth company, we expect growth companies to usually deflate, i.e. the P-E ratios or rather the price-to-sales ratios to deflate or the market caps to deflate due to the significant capex that they would have to invest for those solar farms and wind farms to generate value. Value as in the cash dividends to come in. Due to that, um, it's normal to see that ASEN after that drop continues to be a falling knife and we would not pick it up until we see a formation of a bottom. A formation of a bottom, it is uh, a question mark today. Is it 5, 4 uh, or worse? So for now, let me just wait until where the, the drop stops. Take a look at more news here. Uh, let's read about the Monde press release here and the Converge. Let's read it lang. Monday is posting high revenues on the back of a 10% sales growth for the first quarter. So revenues increased 18 billion for the first quarter. Gross margin still showed a price recovery, a 150 basis recovery, but decreased 35% year on year due to input costs continuing to rise. Everyone knows about the higher commodities. And so people already expected that the wheat price, the Ukraine conflict is going to affect the Mondanese group. Okay, the core net income saw a decrease of 13% to 2.1 billion pesos, benefiting from a lower interest expense due to paying the Aran convertible note and bank loans in 2021. So hindi niya dito pinakita how much would they have lost their income if they weren't getting um uh, an interest rate benefit, no, the expenses there. Actually, may kita mo yan. From the 2.3 billion, you can see that in the operating income. Let me see if makikita natin kay Monde how bad was the, the operating income hit. I think that is what more people are interested about, um, not the offset of the um not the offset on the financials. Um Okay, I can't see it here from the press release. So I guess we will wait for uh, more more announcements coming from Monde. But um, I, I still am bearish on Monde Nissen. Let's take a look at Monde today, the chart of Monde. So it is still um, trading 13.6. Uh, it hasn't fallen down to new lows. Although my assumption, I've been saying that it is a bearish chart, that Monde Nissen will have several headwinds. I painted a new low prediction for Mondenese and I'm still out of the game. I, I have no position in the Philippine market. So far, I'm just cash, 100% cash. Um, but I really like Mondes business. Um, I think that on the long term, in the long term, the headwinds on the inflation is going to be less, um, lesser. Diba? Sabi nga ng US, inflation may have peaked. Um, nonetheless, that inflation is going to be a headwind for a year or so. I would still expect Monday to fall to new lows. Let me see how low it can go. 14 minus 12 is around 8. Uh, 14 minus, uh, this is 17 minus 13. So just from a technical perspective, you would see, um, hindi ko isasabi where it can go, pero 
I still see it's gonna go new lows. So, hintayin ko, if it doesn't really hit new lows, that's good to see. Kasi that means Monday is able to just stay here and consolidate at about 12.6 and 13.6. But I don't see big upside. So, um, with headwinds uh, coming, their gross margin is uh, declining 35%, as they said. Um, they are admitting na may, may, may malaking problema. And it's not gonna be fixed within a few quarters. So, this, uh, this drop, of uh, EBITDA to 3.6 billion pesos should um impact should impact them um tingnan natin so far no ito yon input cost continued to rise gross margin nagrecover pero dahil sa volume growth sige um good job for Monday but i i remain skeptic converge let's take a look Converge press release. They are enhancing connectivity between Hong Kong, China, Southeast Asia, submarine cables. Okay, not not a big real, no no big mover there. Nicolasia here. Um, Nicolasia is reporting an eighty percent increase in attributable net income. Well, the world already expects that. You are a commodity group business. Everyone expected commodities to print a lot of money. The question would be how much big? Uh, how big is your dividends because uh, oil companies are getting their best profits in over a decade, some of them since 20 years, since listing. So, tingnan natin. Today, announced it income of 1 billion pesos. Um, to be honest, 80% doesn't mean too much. Kasi with how nickel prices worldwide went something like from 12,000 to as much as 100,000 only to deflate to 40,000, you, you, you could argue na 80%. That's not a lot. Ah. Uh, people might have expected more. Martin Zamora is saying that the, they continue to see a low, uh, a record deficit, um, which means that there will still be strong demand for stainless steel, the electric vehicle market, metals and mining business. Um, from an outlook perspective, um, what they are saying is true, but the problem is China may be facing a potential recession, the U.S. may be facing a recession, and so the strong demand for stainless steel in the EVs might actually become um, a not pretty certain um, assumption. So I think that some commodities worldwide are actually getting killed because of potential demand destruction. Demand destruction meaning if uh, commodity prices are so high, not enough consumers can actually spend for uh for buying anything because they're getting hit by the high oil prices, natatamaan yung consumer spending nila. So I would argue that the demand for EVs or even houses would decline and therefore demand destruction potential on commodities. So etong increase on income of Nicolasia might not be forever. Um, so the market will be a little bit cautious on, uh, on Nicolasia going forward. Um it says here that um, operating costs increased by 8%. They were able to export 651,000 wet metric tons of saprolite and limonite ore at an average price of 46.9 compared to 45.6 last year. Actually, nagtaka ako dyan, that's just a small increase. No, You would have thought that that would have been bigger. Um, this compares to 1.81 million wet metric tons. Um, ah, ito. So um, they delivered um, 1.74 wet metric tons of limonite ore at an average price of 11.8. So that is 50% higher than the $8 per average in 2021. The two general uh, HPL plants generated um, 19.58 and 11.29. Okay, not bad. 
Sige. Um, they didn't discuss any cash dividends. And I think the market is a little bit sad about that, that they didn't see any cash dividend from Nicolasia despite that huge income. Okay. Um, the next news to read is Semirara. So this is an amazing increase. But uh, the profits of 15 billion pesos, wow. Semirara, uh, this is the coal naman, highest quarterly net income ever, um, 15 billion pesos, record-breaking, um, says here that uh, we don't see a turning of a trend uh, because of uh, unfavorable weather conditions, record high coal production. Um, yeah, so we have been bullish on um, all of these commodities, coal, um, yeah, the Philippines would essentially need electricity. So this group profitability benefited from surging electricity prices, back of higher gross generation and sales, rebounding demand. So this only confirms that the Philippine society is heavily investing in energy, which is a good thing. Let's take a look at Semirara here. Um, Semirara reporting those good earnings is going to be loved by the market. We still have that buy rating on Semirara. And you can see that the market today has rebounded, which is a very huge outperformance for Semerara versus the entire PSEI. So my argument is the same. Any dips on this uh, Semerara, even if it falls 24, is something to take a look at. And it is something to consider buying that is uh, still good. For Nicolasia, I am not bearish, even if it fell. Um, there is resistance here at 8.5. The recent drop at 7.5 is bearish. But um, long term, no, the, the trend of nickel is still upward. So I think this one is a correction to about 6 pesos or a 10% downside on nickel. Um, I think the market isn't so happy not seeing a dividend release. Uh, but other than that, and they might be disappointed. It's just up 80%. They thought it was bigger. But uh, it looks to be a big trading range for Nicolasia. It's a trading range wherein 8 pesos is a resistance and perhaps 6 pesos. You can see a 30% range for Nicolasia here. Um, THR, this is an interesting disclosure. So we already now know that Razon is um, Ricky Razon of Bloomberry is now the proud owner of PH Resorts. Let's read it. Um, signing of a term sheet with, uh, term sheet with Bloomberry. PH Resorts hereby discloses that PH Travel and Leisure Holdings signed the term sheet with Bloomberry. The term sheet covers the supposed investment of Bloom into Lapu-Lapu Leisure, which is developing the Emerald Bay Resort Hotel and Casino in Punta Engano, Lapu-Lapu City, Cebu, and into Clark Grand Leisure Corp., which is developing the base resort hotel and casino in Clark and Pampanga. Um, ex executing um, definitive agreements, uh, certain terms are still being finalized. Okay, so... Let's take a look what exactly happened here. Uh, the market is happy actually on that news with Bloomberry uh, getting a big uh, acquisition through PHR in these locations. And you can see the markets actually bounce from 6 pesos Bloomberry rising to about 6.5. We do see that Bloomberry seems to be trading in a range from 6 to 8. Um, I am not bullish on Bloomberry, however, though, um, even if it rose to 6.5. Um, the deal is good for Bloomberry just on watching uh, how it's happening. But uh, as the deals aren't finalized, we couldn't really say how much they paid for PHR, Resorts Group. So PHR is rising. You can see that um, from that news alone, this went from 90 cents to 135. People think it can go to 2 pesos. We don't know. Actually, we don't know how much Bloomberry paid for PH Resorts Group. 
Was it a cheap deal? Was it a very expensive deal? So we, we cannot actually know until we read the fine print here. But the market, you can see the reaction, is positive on the news, both for PHR and Bloomberry, thinking that it's a win-win solution for both. So um, the win-win solution, of course, is the Filipinos. The Filipinos end up getting more tourists, if ever, um, because these are tourist spots. And we know that Bloomberry is more of a function on tourism. If the Philippine economy can encourage more tourism, it's possible that PHR, PH Resorts, and Bloomberry will go up together. It's a play on tourism, if you ask me. Um, let's take a look at um, the markets itself. I will ask, I will answer your questions as well. But um, before I answer them, let me go first to the uh, index. All right. So the index right now is trading at 6,500. We are down 100 points, down 1.5%. We are selling off as the entire markets in the U.S. are also selling off. China is in a recession, as I said. Russia is in a recession. Um, depression in Europe. Um, and the world is basically in a very difficult place. So we are not going to be able to be isolated with all the problems of the world, whether it be inflation or the war. So that is going to affect the Philippine economy as well as the risks of uh, potential dollar, no? so the dollar devaluation. Right now, you are seeing already that the USD PHP is trading at about 52.43, um, As 52 is trying to hit 54 or 55, we might see that the Philippine economy have higher debts to serve. So um, actually, all companies, especially the companies that have borrowed money in dollar, are subject to pro potential problems. Case in point, Jollibee here, I believe, has a big problem because they borrowed in dollars. And from a relative uh, revenue perspective, Jollibee sales are, I think, still 70% domestic. So um, the sales abroad, whether that be in U.S. or Vietnam or some Chinese, uh, they have some uh, U.S., Vietnam, China, and all across the world naman, um, I don't think they have been fully prepared for a super strength in dollar that um, it still is, to me, a sell rating for Jollibee. And I'm still waiting for it to go 180 or 160 before watching on where the demand will be. So um, I'm bearish on Jollibee. I'm actually bearish on consumer spending. Um, you can see that the SM group uh, is having a hard time. Uh, let's take a look at SM Investments here. SM Investments is actually trading at a downtrend. Um, it's been in a downtrend for over uh, five years already. This is 2018 until 2022. We haven't seen it break above 1,030. And unfortunately, I think this 800 is going to collapse all the way to 700. And the prime catalyst here for SM to fall is because consumer sales or the sales revenues of SM is not as good as before uh, because the SM prime alone, the units of the malls, uh, which used to have limpak-limpak na pera from rentals and retail outlets paying a portion of their sales to SM, isn't anymore there. So we are looking at a potential breakdown here of 33 pesos for SM Prime, which could lead it to 27 or um, another 20% decline. I am very bearish on the Philippine economy when you look at this, just from a consumer spending. And so I told you guys that at 7.2, I expected it to fall about 6.1. It's now 6.5. It hasn't fallen to 6.2. Unfortunately, in fact, even 6.2 might lead to 5.7 or 5.5. So let's estimate the drop of the Philippine market. It has to do with consumer spending. Um, if consumer spending deteriorates, we will have a problem. 
it can only be cured by um, by sales trickling in in the Philippines. How would sales come? Um, we look to see the the new president Marcos to see whether the Marcos Duterte regime can encourage jobs. Uh, I have been uh, you know reading up on the platform that they are of course trying to continue the Duterte regime of the Build 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 program. So that will be good, as we said, for the likes of MPI, which is Metro Pacific Investments. So Metro Pacific Investments right now is holding steady here at about 350, 380. Um, my view is that if there will be continuity in the projects, infrastructure, toll roads, like uh, an MPI could benefit from that. So 3.4 or 2.6, the lower it goes, might be a strong um, buying area. So I haven't, I haven't deployed at all, but uh, it's something that I'm looking at. Um, it's, it's just a look for now. Let's read through the index before I answer any questions. Uh, let's read through the index. We said that cash cash dividends is going to be a big deal for investors to look at which stock to buy. So in the index, you have market value of $7 billion. Although there's a lot of red here, pure gold dropping 5%. Let's just read through this. Index movers tayo. Telephone is now 1900, SM is 828, Monde is 13.6, AGI is 1148, Meralco is 333, San Miguel is 101, Wilcon is 27, Aboyt Equity Ventures is 50, Lucia Time Group is 8, Mega World is 2.75, MPI is 3.8, Robinson's Land is 18.5, Emperor is 19.8, GT Cap 500, Globe 2338, Converge 26.5, Boyt Power 29.8, Security Bank 94.15, Pure Gold 32, Ascent 6.6, JG Summit 52, Metro Bank 50, URC 110, AC 693, ICT 214, Jollibee 210, BDO 126, BPI 92, SM Prime 33, Ayala Land 29. A most significant new low here would be Ayala Land breaking down. We can see that Ayala Land 29 is uh, perhaps an anomaly for others, except that it doesn't surprise me because um, in my view, real estate sales have not been... Um, you know, real estate is a function of the economy. So um, we are seeing that Ayala Land here is dropping at 29. It can even, of course, um, we would look to buy Ayala Land, perhaps uh, as low as 24 or 20. But it can fall further. Um, hindi ko sinasabi that it's a problem, but the, the real estate is a function of consumer confidence. The real estate economy is a function of people having wealth. You buy a house because you are wealthy or you want to um, invest in houses because you have excess. Excess yun eh. Um, uh, I, I would say that the market is selling things off as a, as a, as a view that there will be less money towards housing, uh, less money towards um, spending for big ticket purchases like a, a, like a car. GT cap could fall from 500 to 450. Um, because you know cars are perhaps not gonna be uh, as as abundant. Uh, there's less there's less consumer spending. Um, am I surprised that pure gold is dropping to thirty two? Um, in some ways, supermarkets, in my view, is a more resilient business. Um, you might curtail or postpone buying a house or buying a car, but you will not stop 
eating at some point. No? So groceries, in my view, are stable names. And so in the drop, I would say that this drop of pure gold at 31, as low as 27, would be an interesting buying opportunity. So I still have that buying range for pure gold, albeit it has a drop there. Recently, it did. 31 rally to 38. I sold something at 36, I think. Um, but I'm waiting to buy somewhere at 31, 32. Actually, today it's interesting to buy, but I'll wait if I could get lower. I haven't deployed, as I said, just watching things for now. Um, a lot of people are judging Marcos already. Um, you cannot judge a book immediately by its cover, although um, it's, a bagay, uh, it's very hard for most Filipinos to do this. Um, in, in some ways, um, hindi ko naman, hindi ko, I'm not saying uh, that, we have to accept of of course i want to i want people to be critical about the government um but whoever wins the 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 winner is who the winner tapos na yan. um let us try to um foster the the the, the community to uh, magkakaroon ba ng mga more revolutions i don't know but um it's important that we will judge the government based on the policies. No? So let's wait and see for now. Um, the recent policy is uh, VP Sara Duterte is now our DepEd chief, um, partner of education chief. From a chart perspective here, I don't see a reason to um, buy anything as of the moment. There are some interesting companies, uh, I would argue, siguro um, a 10% drop. 6.5 could go, I'd start looking at the market when the index is perhaps nasa either 5.5 or 5.7. Tingnan natin, if it doesn't happen, okay lang naman, I'll watch things first. I'm more of a wait and see. Hindi ko, uh, I'm not trying to buy yet because even the US markets, in my view, has leeway to fall. Uh, so there's just enough problems worldwide that um, I don't think that it is safe to put your money Agad, no? So th that's what we've been saying. Kaya hindi tayo naka, wala pa tayong nakabet. Basically, zero position sa Philippine markets so far. Go for web na ba, ma'am? Mm, to be honest, hindi pa ako gumagalaw. But hindi ko masabi, uh, web went up from 2 to 4 and then dropping to 3. So uh, perhaps this is a resumption of gaming. Um, of course, the Marcoses have been, um, the Aranetas, no, are affiliated we, we don't know. Let's watch things play out. Di ko masabi. Should we liquidate REITs? Um, well, REITs have been... Um, I've talked about the REITs. I said that the REITs have become more like a dividend name. But the problem with the REITs, like Ayala, it doubled no, from 20 to 46 with, with without a significant change naman. So um, depending on what REIT we're talking about, I think the drop of REIT ng Ayala REIT was correct. Um, been, been, been saying na medyo weird na umangat yan ng 100% kasi it's just a 5% dividend name. Um, REITs, I think like the drops on REITs are more of people realizing that they shouldn't be making too much money from the REITs. Kasi the REITs are just a 5% dividend policy and um, they don't expect to make... Uh, I think that it is wrong to expect tons of money on REITs. Um, kahit 38 nga yung REIT, I would still say, it's still more of a sell. Kasi, um, what type of 
dividends really uh, are you capable of hindi ko nakikita yung ano yung reason um nickel just gave dividend last march yeah um i i remember i remember nickel was a big giver so um i i guess people are very siguro expectations game na lang yan fni mark they all gave good dividends um so ito yon uh, special cash dividends of um Sorry, this is FNI, which was 22 cents. Nickel gave, I think, 50 cents. Tama ba? Tingnan natin. Dividends. Um, so, 5 pesos, they gave 50 cents. Sorry, sorry. What's this? Uh, this is Nickel Asia. Hanapin ko yung dividend na binigay niya. I think nandito yon sa trading view. Earnings, earnings, earnings. This one. Yeah, nung March, they paid... 22 cents. Here, they paid 22 cents. So, medyo consistent naman. They've been paying. Pero the market perhaps na-spoil. Na-spoil. Gusto na ng dividends every quarter. Tingnan natin. But um, if they do pay like something like 40 cents, no? So, even at 6 pesos, that's 6%. People would buy Nicolasia in my view, eh, on dips. Um, thoughts on GMA7. I am not a big believer of investing in social media or media. I, I mean, sorry, not on social media. I am an investor in Facebook, although um, the US is dropping wildly. Pero GMA7, um, so their businesses are related to advertising revenues. Um, so I can't. I think I, I remember putting this buy before because of the dividend. I, I, I was thinking na, oh, my dividend siya na malaki. But after that, what else is new? So tapos na yun, April 20. It sold off because the dividends were given. Um, so going forward, the question will become, is the earnings of GMA7, will it be... Um, Will it be sustainable? Uh, I'm not too high conviction on it. So I would rather say um, not my opinion. So not knowledge, not knowledgeable means that I, I wouldn't deal with it. Thoughts on SGP? I have no idea. Unfortunately, that was the Meralco grid. no. So um, I, I need to see them pay cons constant dividends before, uh, before declaring that they are a good buy. Um, maybe I need a few years to see SGP's track record. Thoughts on Lushotan Group? Um, Lushotan Group, I think, is marred with a little bit of... Um, it has always had controversy, uh, although Lushotan already assigned a new a new, ano, a new president, diba? uh, the Lushotan Jr. I saw in a recent article. Um, uh, along with, uh, of course, Michael Tan. Um, new management team will see whether the new businesses... Uh, I mean, not the same... Not the new business. It's the same business, but new management. Um... I have no idea. Well, I know LTG is a cigarette business and the uh, cigarette business is always so far still making money. So if you're saying that it's a money-making enterprise, then yes, the question is, um, hindi ako, siguro for emotional reasons, I've never been, um, I've never been a big fan of, of um, even if it's a profitable business, I'm not a big fan of cigarette smoking at all. So I, I never bought kahit na may cash dividends pa yan or something. From a cash dividend perspective, I would rather support mga, yeah, very traditional like utilities, Meralco, Manila Water. Um, every now and then, I would support mga Philippine Telecoms. 
Is Mac good to buy? Unfortunately, I don't think so because I have very few reasons to believe that the reopening or the travel is really going to be high in demand. Honestly speaking, I'm already, I, I, I said, diba, I'm bearish on Cebu Pacific because um, the high oil prices, the consumer spending, I am hardly bullish. Um, I cannot find a reason to be bullish. And this has nothing to do with uh, political uh, affiliations or anything. And for the for the most part, I, I, I who am I? Diba? I I'm nobody naman. So like I, I don't really think that I don't really think that um political events should really determine um your capacity to buy a company or invest in a company. However, the big risk that I see is um the sales. No, the sales is perhaps gonna fall down. Uh, and and it's a worldwide event. Uh, let, let's be clear. Uh, with high inflation and the dollar-peso devaluation, any company for that matter, mahihirapan. So since I'm bearish on the world economy, I cannot buy anything so far in the market. Kaya, kaya nakakash ako, unfortunately. Um, thoughts on Converge, Inclusion, and MSCI. I've said Converge was a high-growth stock. I don't think high-growth stocks can be saved. So when Converge fell down from about... Um, I think I was one of the few who, who was saying na I'm bearish on Converge, Asen, ayan, puro downtrends. So at 30, I was saying sell pa rin. It's now 26. Um, I don't know. I think it has leeway to fall down. Um, nothing against Converge. I like the broadband infrastructure businesses. Um, they are profitable from an EBITDA basis, but they have a lot of capex to spend. So I think for the Filipinos, you just, sorry ah, as I said since last week, last time that I had a I had I had a Philippine market update, I continue to remain bearish. Um, it might be uh, bearish for a longer time period. We'll see. Um, but um, I would change my mind when there are catalysts. So far, mining are a few of the reasons to park your money, but. Hindi rin siya sobrang compelling buy. We talked about Aboytes Power being relatively safe, neutral tayo sa mga power engines of the Philippine economy. Neutral to bullish naman ako sa power and energy. I think from a sector perspective, staples I would buy, like a supermarket like Pure Gold, um, at certain levels. And yun, so yung spending of the Philippines has to show to me that it can grow through millions of jobs. If we can see millions of jobs in the Philippines through infrastructure spending policies, um, that would bring about a really, really good Philippines. So hope for the best. I I still hope for the best. Uh, as, as, as difficult as it may be, look at the policies. Let's see whether it brings about millions of jobs. If it brings jobs, if it, it brings people some money, then they will be able to spend. And that's when you will be confident of SM or the Ayala lands. Um, until that happens, though, I wouldn't be bullish. I need to wait and see. That That's me, okay? So I'm not bullish on anything, unfortunately. And um, yeah, and unfortunately, just stay in cash, uh, even if cash doesn't pay much. Because it gives you the leeway to buy stocks lower when it does fall down 20-30% lower. Okay, bye-bye.